When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, welcome to the downside. Our guest is here. I, uh, were, you've, you've heard her before. If you're a fan, she was on the episode with who Russell little trivia. Oh, I don't know. I wasn't there. Ian Lara. Wait, you don't listen to the episodes when you're not on? No. Great. I I don't listen to the episodes I'm on. Do you listen to the episodes? You listen to the episodes? Yeah, I got to pull the fucking clips. How do you think this functions? You you think a magic fairy does all the stuff? You watch the episodes back? I listen back. That's why you're always walking around all glum. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, well, no clip here. Russell really did not do a yes and on that riff. (laughs) I, uh, your phone all good? It's all good. I was, I'm making sure. Welcome to the downside again. Welcome to the downside a million times. This is the place where we can get negative, we can complain, we can kvetch, we can bitch, we can moan. Uh, my name is Jamarcus Arezi. I'm here with my co-host Russell Daniels. Hi. Hi, nice to meet you, Jordan. Hi. I was you last Yes, time. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a it was a non-traditional and I remember well, we never had you as a formal guest. That's right. I um, just was the host and we had Ian Lara on right had, after his mom passed away. Very intense. Yeah, it was literally oh. he came from the funeral to the pod and we said talk to us about it. Wow. And yeah, it no. A, no, I know. But uh No, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> that was the right reaction. We've we've uh we've we've also had your uh podcast co-host uh, Ian, Ian Fidens uh, twice. He he's co-hosted yeah. before. He's co-chaired before. He he really he's he really takes the he takes the lead. Though. <laughs> he's oh, the only co-host think? where I have to say stop touching the box, Ian. Stop pressing the buttons. Oh yeah, he likes he can't the buttons. Can't resist a the lot. buttons. I'm having a chaotic day. I tried to. I, I literally. So I have this new air conditioner. That's why it's cool. I thanks for it. thanks for noting, Russell. Thanks for saying thanks. But is this your I, apartment? This is this is we. Here's the problem. Everyone always asks. You know those questions on a podcast where everyone always asks the question, and then the, every podcast episode I have to recount. It was Tova's place, and now Tova's in my place, and this is Tova's thing. The listener. You guys live together in your place. Yeah. That little place. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. There's, there's, I've done worse. How? <laughs> Ooh. We have it's a plenty. You went in the podcast studio. There's a bedroom too. We don't sleep in the pod, the old podcast studio. I feel like it was this size, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you need to live in a mansion? You live with another person. What? Where was the last time you, have you lived with a lived with a guy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how big of a place were you staying? Uh, it was. Uh, it was quite small. But I was 23 years old. Uh huh. Uh huh. <sighs> you live in a place this big. You you tall ass Amazonian motherfuckers live in. Amazonian. The word Jewish as fuck. Amazonian. You and Tova are like the tallest people ever. You guys tower over. Tova is five foot eight. What are you? Five seven? No, she's taller than me. I'm five nine. Oh, maybe she wears heels. No, she, she certainly does not wear heels. At I'll moon tell tower, you that. she was moon towering over me. <laughs> she she is not wearing heels. I'll tell you that. I don't. I think I'd probably be better in heels than Tova would. She's not. How yeah, tall is true. she? Oh, boy, oh my she's five blue eyes, beautiful. Five foot eight. Five foot eight. She's not five foot eight. If she's five foot ten, there's no way she's, she's five, foot, five ten. foot ten. She'd five be in the ten. WNBA five foot ten. I'm five foot nine. She's taller than me. I'll it, text it, her right now. 
We don't have to play a mystery game. So the thing is, I went to go put in the AC. I thought there were all these other things in the box. I thought I could just smoosh it in the window, smash down the window, we're done. Yeah. And then there was all these these metal things, and I didn't know what to do. And I, I was like, let's just forget these metal things. I put it in there very clearly. You need the metal, metal yeah, things. Yeah, you need those. And I, I had to, I had to get a task rabbit, so they're coming at oh, 5.30. Oh, that's really Wait, so what, this is on, but it's... It's ball? on, but it's leaning against the glass. Why glass you could just shatter any second. Why video? You guys are... I, Do you know I, how many, don't loop me into this. The amount I, of comedians who have Russell, installed their AC, please. it is a square hole with a square box. You know what I mean? Put the, hole, put the box in the hole. But the box is the the, the the box is not big enough. The box has directions the whole hole. on it. It's like it's easier than an IKEA dresser. Just you do what it says. You literally used to be a carpenter. Okay, I so know, but that's, that's why like, when that's people like can't do this, saying, like, I'm the dumbest the retard on the planet. I'm the dumbest idiot. I can build a house. You can't put a goddamn AC. Thanks for can changing the R word to idiot, Jordan. Well, well, no, that's great. That's a real progressive movement we got there. I uh, I love. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. I uh, uh, no no you you listen you wouldn't be the first to Russell oh my god um, uh, this is a chaotic start but but uh, I did I Russell had a story I wanted Russell to tell the story because I feel like oh, it I texted pops you yeah. I, got. I texted so I'm doing the show and um, so, she, uh, he's in a show off Broadway Titanic it's a, it's a musical and the other day um, uh, you know it was a while ago um, this person in the audience came up to me. After the show, and I, 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 you know, they, they were big, they were maybe the biggest person I've ever seen in my life, and they fat, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I was trying to be nice. I guess fat's not bad. We say big is in fat. comedy, like Chappelle's big. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, we no. no. Ha- they yeah. were not famous. Um, okay. they were. <laughs> They might have been Ripley. They were not fat. Famous. They were fat, fat, and you know I'm fat. I, I uh, take a break. They were, <laughs> <laughs> but, but they were fatter than me, um, and which is fine. I talk to anyone, um, and it's uh, very inclusive. <laughs> but they came up to me and they were like, "Can I?" They, they had a look in their eyes like they were going to say something really sweet to me, and uh, they're like, "They're like, just wanted to say that body representation matters." That's all they said to me. They said nothing about my performance. They just looped me and them in the same. We're in the same boat. Same oh. sinking oh. boat. What was the like, tone? <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? Like, how did they say it? Like, yeah, like they say? They were like, they like, they like waved me down, you know. And then um, I was like, oh hi. And they were like, like they like put their arm on my shoulder, and they're like, body representation matters. And did that, and then like walked it away. How how big were they? I mean, that's such a mean thing to do. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, why? No, to listen. It would go up it would it would have been fine if they said this. Loved your performance. You were so funny. Great to see another big person, fat person, whatever person up there. Like I would have accepted that. That's fine. Like yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's what they're saying is you were in this because you're fat. Yeah, that's good. And also, it's like, that's it's not like going up it. to a black person and being like, affirmative action. But matters. If, but if, but I'm saying, if certainly if a, a white person did it, uh, no. But it's not exactly that. They didn't say he got it. Oh, because you're he was right. Fat. If a black person. If, what if he went up to you and he, they they said, uh, "Hey, great performance." What did they use to reinforce the stage with? <laughs> because I'd love to be a. I mean, that would be too. hilarious. I think that I would be like, "You're my friend now." Um, <laughs> This that is we're hanging out. The downside. <laughs> You're listening to the downside. The downside.
with Gianmarco Cerezi. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you're a fan, join the Patreon, okay? We need some money. Patreon.com slash downside. Extra episodes, live episodes, including the one we just recorded at Just for Laughs, coming out soon. And my clean comedy special, The Rats Are In Me, patreon.com slash downside. And if you want to see me live, join the email list in the show description. Jordan. Yeah? Jesus Christ. I'm texting you texting the next podcast you're late for? <laughs> I'm always late for podcasts. I don't know how to... What, what? is that? That's not a I statement. Don't know how to, I don't know how to do time. It's like... You know you're not late for seller spots, so yes, you do. You, I almost... Dude, my first... Six months there, I was like in big trouble all the time. It was crazy. It took me forever to figure it out. If I don't know where I'm going and the thing says 36 minutes, for some reason in my head, I'm like, that is 28 minutes. That's what that is. So when, you, when, you're, when you're breaking it down like that, I, know I think not- I have trouble listening to it because I go, what the fuck are you talking about? So don't do that. Just, I can't help it. It can't help it. It's like, it's something that happens. I think it's a, I've talked about it on Jim and Sam because they, it's a morning show and I'm always like an hour and a half late for them. And it, I think it's an ADD thing. Like I'm out the door and then I see something like a sticker is stuck to my, you know, the door frame and then I got to get it off. I got to get the sticker off. And then all of a sudden 12 minutes has passed. I've like th- just been sitting there thinking while I'm scratching the sticker. And then I'm like, oh fuck, I got to go. It's crazy. We have a friend who's late all the time. Who is it? Oh. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Uh, I can't. It's, you don't know him. Okay. But it's hard. It's hard to accept that there's any justification for it. Really? Yeah. That's me. Yeah. All my friends are so mad about it. I mean, the amount of, ha- the amount of like, I need to sit down and talk to you, and I'm like, I know that I'm late. I've been fired from every job I've ever had. Well, let me have the conversation with you that I'd like to have with my friend. Please. It's interesting it makes you so mad. It doesn't make me as mad. Why doesn't it make that- you mad? Oh, why doesn't it make you mad? I don't know. It just doesn't really. It doesn't make me mad to me because I go because part of me wants to go. Hey, I'd love if we could just decide what time a different time. Let's you. Do you want to do 15 minutes later? That's great. Yeah. But there's a thing of like you're asking all of us to be there and then you come. Why not? Why not? This is just this is just logic, living life, figuring it out. You. You, you need to change. I don't. I have a job where it allows me to be late. Yeah. I've worked my entire life to get to a place where I'm allowed to walk in places late and not get in trouble. I have been a contractor, which I hate doing. I hate doing carpentry. I hope this air conditioner person that. shows up on time. I'll tell you that right now. They won't. I did that job so that I could lie to people. I started my own business so I could say, hey, I have meetings till noon so that I could show up for work at noon or at 1. Are you still a contractor? No. Oh, okay. No, I just a very successful. Podcast. No, I know. I just Maybe. didn't know if, if you know, side yeah, sometimes, you know. No, never. I'm not a poor. What was the? <laughs> what was the? What was the? What was the name of your company that you started? Lady Parts Carpentry. Lady Parts Carpentry. I had to make it that name because everybody thought I'd be a man showing up, and they hated it. I would show up. They'd be like Jordan. That's good. And then I'd show up, be a uh, woman, and they'd be like, uh oh. And I'd be like, you could really see the light leave their eyes. Oh yeah. And then they would follow me around the whole thing. They'd follow me around and make sure I was doing it right. This, it was awful. And I was like, I've been doing this for 10 years. You don't, you fucking can't put an AC in. It was so annoying. It was crazy. Uh, I mean, even the women or just the guys? No, women would hire me because they were like, I don't want dudes in my house while I'm in here alone. Sure. So they would hire me all the that's, time. that's a good angle yes. for, for marketing. Totally. But men would hire me just because they would see Jordan Jensen. And then I would show up and they'd be like, I don't know if I should sexualize you, if I should burn you on a stake. Yeah. I should yeah. hang you. 
rape you. No, oh. we didn't do that. Good. But there were some times where I would show up and they'd be like, oh, 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 and I'd be like, I don't know what, how am I supposed to respond Wait, to this? What, what was that noise you just like made? Was, was like that a sexual thing? Like, oh, a lady. Sure, I mean, they it, did it that. Was crazy, oh. dude. You know what it is? You put a woman in a tool belt and people go porn. Immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately. Yeah. If I'm walking outside, I've never been catcalled more in my life than when I have a tool belt. Tool belt. It's crazy. Like, now it never happens, but if I put a tool bag on, people are like, oh, working lady, you got bought. Hey, and it, dude, I would get so mad. I would hide all of the, even if I had painty pants. What do you think that is? I'm trying to think. Like, if I saw, I mean, if I saw a woman in a tool bag, I'd say, could you help me with AC, please? Yeah. I would never. Do they do tool things? Like, I'll, I'll bang you. Like that hammer. Yeah, totally. I'll I mean, screw you, driver. Well. I'm not a good cat caller. I've never done it. <laughs> Russell, what do you say when you, when you yell at women? Um, I don't use words much. It's just me like, argy, argy. Ooga. Ooga. I saw, I was with a friend, and there was a woman wearing, a friend, a comic, and this woman wearing yoga pants with like a little, like kind of see-through section or a yeah, mesh, yeah, like yeah, square. Yeah. Who knows why? I know about fashion. the mesh square, yeah. And, and, yeah. and he was like, mm, I like a slice of that pie. He That's said a nice that little her, slice. Wait, he said that to her or said it to you? said it to her. And oh I was sitting God. there like, I'm, this is the where I'm supposed to do something. I'm supposed to go, hey, You're not man. supposed to do something. Man to man. No. And uh, Crazy? That would be crazy. I would be more mad at you than I would be at the cat caller. <laughs> <Like, laughs> the woman's like, hey. Hey, shut, shut the, the fuck, the fuck, fuck up. up. Yeah. Compliment my leg. I can deal with myself here. I'm, you think I have a hole cut out just to not get attention? Fuck you, dude. I'll fight this guy myself if I need to. <laughs> I'd be mad at you. <laughs> I've had a couple, like, like there was one time I was with a friend of mine. I'm sending this text. I'm listening. I'm listening really intently. Why, who are you texting? I have to text Ian Fidance. What, what do you, okay. All right. God damn it. Um, did you ever fuck up anything while you were doing the carpentry? Yes. Did, what, what, was the, what was the biggest fuck up? Um, I, let's see. The biggest fuck up. That's really tough. Actually, ironically, Ian fucked up a job pretty good for me while I what was. What did he do? He just cut through a load bearing wall, but I had I was like when you say load bearing, you mean the building is maintained structurally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to go in and quickly put a post up in there. What's the worst thing? You know what I probably did that was fucked up is I I laid us. This woman wanted a cement floor, which you can't do in New York. You can't lay a you can't lay it that thick without reinforcing it from the basement. So I was like, sure. okay, we'll do a skim coat of the cement over plywood and i i thought i had it down i thought i had made it thick enough but it wasn't thick enough so the whole floor cracked oh that's probably the worst thing i've done that's probably the worst like you ever ever get scared that you're going to do something then she's going to make dinner and falls through the floor and dies no i make sure that i mean that's the hard thing about new york is you open up a wall all of a sudden you see that somebody's hooked up the wiring all fucked up right and you're like if I, I shouldn't have opened up the wall, but if I close it up, I'm going to be staying up all night with my OCD being like, oh, man, I should have fixed that. I should have. So then you go in and you're like, fuck, now I have to undo all this retard, <laughs> all this fat person's uh, wiring. <laughs> uh, yeah, I w- that's what I, I I was stressed with this this uh, AC is oh, leaking yeah. against the window, and all day I was scared. I mean, this one is not going to fall, but I was scared it's going to break the glass, and I've just been thinking about that all day. Break the glass, like because it's leaning against the window, and I was imagining I was going to come back here, glass would be shattered, Tova would kill me, and it'd be a mess. So I'm always scared when I put in ACs on a on a second floor or third floor that I'm going to mista mista somebody. Mista mista. Yeah. 
what is it? Happy Gilmore when the his the Mista Mista get me out of here. You don't know Mista Mista lady? No. No. Wow. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. AC his, falls on the lady. And AC falls on a, a lady at his mom's or his, maybe his aunt's grandmother's nursing home. Oh. And she goes Mista Mista, and he goes, I gotta go help that Mista Mista lady. You should know this. I I had a one fall from a second floor. <gasps> in, uh, That's but, you could have been sued for. I know, I know. Life. I fell, in, but but it was like in a alley between yeah, yeah, yeah. the houses, so no one was back in there, you know. But it fell and it smashed. So you you were good wow. at your job, yeah. Lady parts. I you know what I had? I had uh, my mother. So my mom is like a master contractor. She's like the best. She's been doing it forever. And my dad, but my dad died. But my mom, I could just call and be like, I need you to t- walk me through this. And she would just tell me how to do anything at, wow. in, at, at any time. You know what I mean? Like I could just be like, how do I reinforce this? And she'd be like, you got to go to Home Depot. Or she calls it Deep Homo. You have to go to Deep Homo. And then you got to get the, you know, and I'd buy Why, it all. Deep Homo? Because there's a lot of gay Home people Depot? there. No, I know um, Home because Depot. Because I think she likes slows better. Oh, I see. She always changes the names. Weg- Wegman, she calls Wegwomans. Deep mm. Homo. That's a fun thing. She's the best. Deep Homo. She's so funny. Wegwomans. Um, what else has she got? Oh, she calls this fancy place in Ithaca um, Rich People's Pottery. It's called something like Rich's Pottery or something. Uh-huh. She calls it Rich People's Pottery. Wait, where is she from? Cuga Whites. She calls Cuga Heights, which is where Rich People live. What? Ithaca. Rich- oh, okay. I'm here from, I grew up near Binghamton. Oh, I'm sorry for you. I know. That really sucks. It's Big difference. Really, yeah. I think it's like a p- beautiful paradise yeah. and, uh, surrounded by goblins. What, yeah. like, nice. I know that shirt that everyone always used to wear. Ithaca it's is beautiful. Gorgeous. There's yeah. more money. What are that... gorges? Gorges? Waterfalls. Yeah. Big waterfalls. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, there's like a million yeah. waterfalls. There's lakes. The houses are beautiful. It's like, it's very, it's it's like a mecca surrounded by, like, I mean, Syracuse sucks. Buffalo sucks. They, you know. Yeah, and that's where you grew up. I grew up in Ithaca, yeah. In Ithaca. Mm-hmm. Well, I grew up, that's the thing, is I grew up outside of Ithaca, Lansing, which is like oh, yeah, trailer yeah. park. Yeah. And I had my the lesbians in town. So I had my dad in the trailer park, and then I had the lesbian crunchy side. You know what uh-huh. I mean? So I had both. So I was like trash, and I had the nice stuff. So Not nice, you, but like the, you know. How old were you and your parents split up? I was two. You were two? Yeah. So you, like me, you don't have any memories of them together. I have memories of them during the divorce because it took about a year, and that yeah, I have memories of that of the f- the feuds during the divorce, but I don't have memories of them together. Absolutely, not. were they fighting over custody or just money? Everything, money, custody. They were, they were crazy. I mean, my dad was just like, he just snapped when my mom left him, and he just became like, she, he was like, I hate her because he was really in love with her. And so he became crazy towards her. But then she was like, "You're crazy. I got to take the kids away." And then, that, and then he double snapped. The so kids stuff. I mean, I watched my dad with my sister, my little sister, in the custody battle, and I mean, it really fucked him up. Yeah, he, he wanted he wanted full. Did your parents end up having joint custody, or did your mom have full custody? My mom represented herself finally and got full custody, and then would send us to him like on the weekends or whatever. I think it's pretty. I think it's. I'm not saying it's anyone deserves custody, but I think like seeing your kid and the other person has full custody is must be torturous. Because it's yeah. it's so much power to wield to be like you can see the child today, but not overnight, or this, that, and the other. It's it's hard. It's also my sister's going through this, and it's like you know she basically she lived with this dude, raised kids with him. Sorry, raised Sophia till she was like, how old is she now? Three, probably when they got separated. 
But she did everything. You know, he like went to work, showed up, was yeah. like, I got to play with the kid, I guess. And now he's like fighting tooth and nail for joint custody. And she's like, dude, that's not that's crazy. But you understand his side where it's like, this is my ca- I've been living every day with the kid. But of course, it is tough. And once you give up the custody, you could potentially you could work out a deal now. But you have full custody you have the power to revoke a lot of things. Right. Like, I understand why people go to bat super hard for. it. Yes. So your sister was, what, seven years older than you? Seven, yeah. Seven. I did my research. And, uh... uh Maybe six. Yeah. Seven. How old is she? Well, it depends. I mean, it probably vacillates depending on when the birthday occurs. That's right. Uh, (laughs) That's right. My sisters have the same birthday. Whoa. Perfect. Really? Yeah, I guess my mom... That's really crazy. Mom gets horned up in November. Yeah. She's like... That's cream, not cream pie November. Even if you get horned up in November, it's very unlikely for your kids to be born on the same, same day. day. Well, my, my brother is four days after our shared birthday. Wow. Oh, so I'm, I really, really? Think, that's I why think, you're so punctual, dude. You're like, this is how things should be. Yeah. We line them up. My family <laughs> has done this for generations. So ultimately, you did see your dad sometimes. Oh yeah. What yeah, was yeah. the schedule? Did you have a, a, it was awful, a set schedule? Dude. I hate that shit. Oh my fucking god! That fucking motherfucking camera. Don't worry, we got it over here. We're fine. I'm gonna pit. Let, you, you can see you. Let me tur- turn it a little. I hate. I hate running a podcast. Yeah. Tell me, should, what, what was your you schedule? Just rent out a studio. You have money. Um. The stu- the ske- Oh my God! We have that rat. Oh, we have a rat that's sitting on a toilet though, reading a newspaper in our. I mean, studio. you have a rat. That's a stuffed. That's a stuffed mouse. It's a taxidermy. Oh, that's we a have taxidermied a taxidermied mouse. rat in our podcast. Wow. Studio. Really? Yes. Did you do it yourself? No, we ordered it. We bought it. Oh, I did this. You taxidermy that. There's, there's a class you can take. Let's, we had an episode with a taxidermist who was then featured in the New York Times like three weeks later. You taxidermy that. that mouse. Uh, I, they did the actual taking the skin off the body, but so I had it like it was in a. Clear no, no, thing. no, no, no. You stuffed a little stuff into a dead mouth mouse. I put the skin around. A I thing. don't like this. I don't like this. You have it in your fucking thing. It's a rat. I don't like that. It's you even did that. bigger brain than this thing. It had more feelings. It probably had a family. You you're th- the you're the criminal here. Do you think they killed it on purpose to be taxidermied? I don't want to know. Don't tell me. She told us, but it's not good. I think it comes dead. Oh yeah. God, it you comes know. dead. Yeah, but she it was like a peaceful death, it. and they they gave it like a last meal and put that gum down. Don't touch that. That's awful. What you're doing. It's awful. Thank you so much. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well. That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So, I would go five thirty on Wednesdays, and then every other weekend, I think, or maybe every weekend. Five thirty on Wednesdays. I'm going to pick you up at five thirty, and then on weekends. And they were the worst week. I mean, it was so annoying. You know what my dad would do? That I I always hated. When he would pick me up at my mom's house, they had a contentious. Oh, contentious. yeah. It was bad. But he would always be like, can I use the bathroom? And I was like, we live three minutes away. You are doing like the most animalistic, like, I'm going to take a shit here. That's awesome. And it was, it was awful. That Wait, was it, it always was a shit? Or like he just wanted to like go into her space to be like. Yeah, maybe it was just a piss. But it feels know? like whatever that impulse was, it's the same one dogs have. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you ever ask him why he does that? Why you did that? No, I've always been very uncomfortable with with talking uh, poop stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, you are uncomfortable about that. I'm I'm more comfortable. I was saying to Tova the other day. I said I'd rather my mom. <laughs> I'd rather my mom tell me like, "Yo, I got railed last night." Then I took a big dump this morning. Why yeah. are you weird about it? Did something happen? 
No, I think I'm just very like adverse to. I think s- uh, smells. I'm very adverse to it. You could ask your dad, why did you always want to go into mom's house to go to the bathroom? Was there an ulterior motive? You don't have to be like, hey, how big? What was the size? No, because he would deny it. He would deny it. There's no point in asking him fucking anything about his internal logic. I don't think he fully understands it. Mm. I think he doesn't understand. He'd be like, wait a second. Oh, my God. I take a shit at all my ex's houses. Interesting. I think you could. I think people are more able to. If you recall. Not my father. Really? Not my father. Let's call him. He's in ther- therapy three three times a week. Why? I don't know. He's fucked. What do you mean? Why does he? Why is he in therapy three times? That's obviously an emotionally stable person that puts himself in therapy. I think I think he's the kind of person that doesn't change his behavior, so he wonders why the things he wants never happens. What does he want? Love. He he, he wants like he always wants this idea of me, my sister, and him as like a family unit. Mm-hmm. But we'll never visit New York. Hello, always plans, always always wants me to give him my avail. When are you in New York? When can I visit? And then I do, and then it falls. And then it fails. He's a workaholic, too. And I, I hate people that prioritize work over social yeah, relationships. Yeah, 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 um, <laughs> So The guy who walks into cellar does not say hello to anybody. And that's just, a fucking <laughs> bullshit. literally goes like, this. He goes, like bullshit. this. he goes like this. Beelines all the way to back, opens a laptop, headphones, done. I have improved a great deal. Admit, I acknowledge that we we don't we don't talk enough for you to fully realize the journey of my growth. But I've no, grown as a last, person. I w- have I grown as a person? I will say he's gotten a lot better. But but I can see how it it's not in I some think people's you got minds. Worse, if I'm being honest. What are you talking about? I think about? you used to show up at the cellar and be used to sit down with people, talk, and now you. We, you we, look maybe, mad maybe, all we, the time. We talked like recently. Yeah. Part of the reason you were top of mind to fill, to come in today was because we talked, talked recently to Tova about. Okay, that's an extension of me as far as I'm concerned. And then you went, see ya, and left. <laughs> and then you texted me and said, hey, do the podcast. Yeah, Mark. Oh. No, hold up. I got to the cellar. Jordan was following me for the, the brunch show. Mm-hmm. And she said, how's the audience? Which is always a tough question to ask. I don't know what people you could have want answered it me. honestly. They sucked ass. They were fine. They sucked. They were fine, fine. means they sucked. But, but here's here's my options. I could either tell you they're great, and then if you don't do great, you're mad at me because I set you up to feel Why bad. Would you... Right? Never say that. Okay. Okay. That's, that's a comedy thing. Okay, I see. Or say, I could say is... I could say they they stink. So if you do well, you feel like you're better than great, me. Great. Great. Or or I say they stink, and you go in your head, you go. Oh, no, I'm going to have a bad set. I want to set you up. And I didn't say either. I said they were fine. You know what? I, I'm, I'm realizing what happened. What? I thought you said they're fun. Oh, I did uh, not say they were fun. I thought you said they're fun because I got up there and I was like, oh, wow, you, they are whatever. They're fine. They're okay. They're but they're the opposite fine. of fun. They like, were this fine. This is not a fun audience. But now I realize. What do you expect the brunch show to be? Oh, f- this is the tape. You'd want, so, uh, I Sometimes don't do it that much because I'm always late. And they, she stopped booking me on it because I'm late for every spot there. You show up for the and late night spot. She's like, you know, you brunch today. Yeah, totally. She, I mean, Liz has to text my house. She has to text me and Ethan and go, wake up. You guys have to be at brunch because we're so late for everything. You know what else? Here's, here's another thing I have a problem with late people. I'll tell you this. Because yeah. I go, if I did that, I'd be out. That's not true. It is oh, it's 100% true. And so I go, I think the, the fact that you can exist while being that late all the time, it just, it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like you had a bigger dick than me, and, and you were always just walking out with it, and you'd walk out, and you, you hit me in the leg with it as you walked by. I go, okay, wow. we get it. Yeah. I got a big dick. Uh, <laughs> totally. I would feel the same way if somebody was late all the time. I mean, it's crazy. Our producer, Ethan, went on a date with a woman, and she showed up like, half hour or like 20 minutes late and he was like i'm done and i was like wow if people if that was a barometer for me i would be up oh, first date wow. how late you showing up 
first date? Yeah. Me? Are you making no any matter effort where on the first going, date to show up I on time? I don't go on dates, but I'm I'm all, I'm always late. There's never a time unless I'm unless my managers lie to me and tell me everything is half an hour. Good for them. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's great. That's You're okay. I'm, so, I'm I'm on time. I've gotten better, I think. You have gotten better. Yeah. See? Yeah, I've gotten better with being in just because that they both have so many times been like, dude, please, for the love of God. My, my least favorite thing is Ian show, shows up and he goes, sorry, I'm late. I got everybody food. And I'm like, I don't believe you. And then I look and he has a small meal for himself. And he's like, oh, I thought we'd all share it. And I'm like, there are four people here. Mm-hmm. Don't lie. I show up and I'm like, I'm retarded. I shouldn't have been late. I was. I got stuck organizing toothpicks that I needed to do before I left for some ridiculous reason. I feel like we're going to have to make the R word the title of the episode at this point. <laughs> I uh, should say it less. This is my mom. No, it's, like, listen, it's who you are. It's who you Call are. Home Depot. Call it Depot. I, I, I had a joke. I had a joke with, with that word in it, and uh, Tova was not happy. Yeah. Tova doesn't make too many comments Man, on my Tova's comedy. Tova's really got the bit in your mouth, huh? I know. She's holding on to those bridles. Well, from... You know, the worst part is I'm like, I'm like no, I'm going to do it to, like, to defy the my joke? girlfriend. It's not funny unless I say it. Uh-huh. So say it. Mm. Who cares? Retard is fully back. Che says it. What the f- How the fuck is that? Is that the barometer because for me? Che's what does a- Michael Chase say it? I, got, I get Che's to say it, too? Le- well, not the N-word, but yes, they have a bit of a leash on them. They can't really go crazy off the rails too much. That's my barometer. I'm like, if the SNL people are throwing retard around, it's I got to lose it and start saying the N-word. You know what I mean? Now it's hack. I got here's here's my thing. If I'm being honest about, if we're talking about like the levels of uh, of getting uh, uh, in trouble online, you're a woman. Ian is bi. These are two things that I think are a soft barrier to getting canceled or getting it not canceled, getting in trouble online. I, however, am a straight white man, and I yeah, think, you should just. I think I got to be a little, a little. A little more thoughtful. That's all. Okay, so what was... Do you disagree? Do you disagree? No, I think I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying. Uh, But also, I feel like... I don't know. You like that. You you only say the F word off the air. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, It's it's not going to work, okay? So can we all be supportive if I say what it is? supportive, yeah, yeah, yeah. I say, and this is based on a true story. Uh, Basically, so the, the true story is that, like, someone in fifth grade called another kid that... And the the science teacher got really upset and started crying. Like got like started crying. One of them said, "I said my brother is mentally disabled. Don't you ever say that word." And tears in their eyes. And it was like a, a an early moment of 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 don't say a word. Mm-hmm. Is in middle school. Yeah. And uh, uh, I grew up in a very progressive you know environment. But uh, uh, the my joke is basically I never say the R word and I say it because I. Uh, 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 when I was in kindergarten, I called my best friend an R word, and he started crying. And he said, "Hey, my little brother's an R word." So I never said the R word again, except for just now, four times. Uh, uh, and then I go, and then <laughs> later I ended up. Thank you. You see? Do you see what she did? She understood that That's I wasn't funny. on stage, yeah. Yeah. and she enjoyed it, okay, as yeah. opposed to you who just dies behind the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Uh, and then I ended up meeting this kid's little brother. It turns uh-huh. out he was not. Mentally oh. disabled, oh. and I say mentally disabled. He just have it the turns out butt? he just he just thought that was the word for adopted. Nice, I've heard oh. you say that. I think he was yeah. If it's a one a.m., I I you know yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then Why I go and then the like ta- final tag is he was r worded from Ukraine. Um, 
And oh, and that's funny. That's great. Why doesn't Tova like it? It's so, it's so. I know it's bad that I. It's the only time. If Tova did it a lot, if Tova was constantly it's like the uh, only time, uh, uh, it's the only We've time Tova's, another Tova's time. ever said to me like, I didn't like having my friends see you use a slur on stage. And what is going? That's not the only joke that she said that with. I love Tova to death. I love her, but. You gotta, you can't, you gotta have boundaries. I do. Your boundaries have to be your jokes. That's the first boundary. She can rape you at night with a fucking two by four, <laughs> but you gotta have boundaries, dude, around your jokes. Listen, I did not get rid of the joke. I just okay. am thoughtful about it. But again, I have you got to... rid of the joke with the tattoo, and that's Listen, gone. Every every comedian makes makes decisions in terms of uh, Louis used to. I, I I bet you would not see Louis ever again. We'll see. Use, he used to use the N-word on stage with some jokes. No, he would use it. He won't, his boundary is he doesn't talk about Kitty and Mary. That's his thing. Doesn't talk about his kids anymore on stage since the cancellation. That's the thing. And he can't bridge, breach that, but that's his kid. Oh, he had a great joke about in the last special about telling the kids about the divorce. You remember that one? He sat, he sat the kids down. And he's, like, he's like, you know, Mommy, you know how sometimes we tell you to not feed the dog and you still do it anyway? That's why we're getting divorced. That's insincerely, right? Or in no, it's the most recent one. No, M- MSG. I promise. MSG. I don't think he did it at MSG, but he did it into the filmed version of the what the MSG yes, was. Yes, yes, Not yes. sorry, but it's whatever. Oh no, it's whatever the most recent one was. Oh, the MSG one. I don't know what that one's called. Yeah, what is it? Sorry, no, that was the. There was one more after that, right? You told me you watched it this morning and last night, and <laughs> I definitely watched. He's a big. Lo- I you're, watched you're, it at MSG, but I didn't watch the filmed version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The filmed version came out after. Um, you still you. When was the last time you opened for him? Mm, I think right before at MSG. Mm-hmm. But he's not. He's on break for a year. At least is that a real break? He's really going to go for a break whole year? Yeah, he's already made it all this way. He hasn't yeah. done shit. He's upstate in his big ass house. Can you take a break for a year? Fuck no, dude. Not unless yeah. I was filming something that was mine. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Then I could. I could take a break. I mean, more emotionally than financially. For my, I could do it for my family. I've done that. I could take a break for, no, not fine. I'm what saying do you mean for your family. Like you know, when, when my sister de- went through this divorce, I was like, if I need to move home for a while and help you take care of the kid, I would be willing to do that. Really, that's very yeah, sweet be, of you. Well, the kid is like, dude, this kid rules. My family is whatever, but this kid is like the. I do you like being an aunt. I I, I hate be every. Aunt. I hate everything. I this kid is. Dude, it's like my sister had my child. It's crazy. Everybody who meets the kid is like, that is, she's the most, she's a little fucking. She's saying the R word. That was her first word. She's a little mafia baby. She rules. But I would have done that for her just because me and my sister turned out so fucked up because of the divorce that I would have been, I would have done anything to be like, all right, let's get this kid. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's certainly, I always think, I I have a weird fantasy of like a friend of mine gets, friends of mine get divorced and they have a kid. And I like it to like give them some advice of like how to be better divorced parents. Yes, yes. And I don't know if that's that's real. I mean, ultimately, I feel like the thesis of any being good divorced parents is you can't hate the other parent and raise your child well. It's literally impossible. Yeah. So you yeah. better figure out a way to. But 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 then what happens? You go to court and and you have this divorce proceeding and and it, when you're fighting for the custody of your child, the custody of your child, you will say and reveal 
and 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 betray everything. You'll take about that every person. little bit of thing and make it and take it to the nth degree. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's also like people who get divorced are people who. <laughs> it's. I think that a lot of times people who get divorced are the people who kept their relationship together for the kid. So they've had so much resentment. It's not people who are madly in love and then something happens and then they get divorced. It's like they get they have kids to save the marriage. So that by the time they're they're fighting over the kid, they're like, "Oh, I got a lot of shit to say about you." Sure, yeah, my yeah, my mom yeah. and stepdad they stayed together for a long time. My dad though, I think my mom found out he was cheating. Yeah, that was it. But yours, oh. do you think your parents stayed together for a, a, a while after? Was there an event? An inciting of so your mom left your dad, right? Yeah, she le- they were together forever on a farm and they like had they were doing construction together and they were raising horses and stuff. And my dad was like, This is my parent. My dad, all my dad wanted to be was like a cowboy with a cowboy wife. And then my mom was like, I want more than this. I like want to live in the city. I want to do shit. And then, and then dad was like a pot smoker. And my mom was just like, All right, we gotta, I, I need a break from this. And then they had a coming back together and then they had me. During that time when they were banging. That's the part that's crazy. Yeah. That like, sure, come back together, give it another go. You gotta. You gotta put that condom on. Yes, totally. Wow. My dad is not. Wait, so your sister was older, so they had her. They had her glory. Glory years on the farm. And they were like, okay, we'll take a break. And then they. Horses go. Yeah, just like. Now, when they got back together, was it like, uh, was it. Was it just one time, or like it was like we're gonna see how this goes? Oh, okay. My dad probably was like, "I'm sorry, I'll do the things." Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He always cheated on her. My mom cheated on him, and I think that they were like, "All right, we'll give it a go for the sake of my sister." And then they had yeah. me, or then you know, and they were like, "Well, my dad is very he's persuasive. He's also like he's very like um uh what is it? Ro- like romantic? Like yeah. he, he definitely was probably like this will you know help." And then my mom. Was like, all right, fuck this, I hate this, and now I have this other little kid, and then they moved, or she moved to Ithaca, and then so I went back and forth between Lansing and Ithaca. But it was like, by the time that went down, by the time I was born, it was just like my mom was like, get me the fuck away from this dude. And I think from the outside, it always sounds crazy when people have a kid to save the marriage, but I imagine when you're inside of it, it feels, it doesn't feel like that. Well, you're also trauma bonding, right? Like yeah. you're broken up and now you're back together, which is the best love haze ever. Like when you're coming back together and you're like. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, we saved it. The, you know, my sister's coming in and being like, "Oh, Daddy's back." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and you're like, "Let's have another." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Totally. I remember one breakup I went through where, like, during like the extended breakup, there was one time we were, like crying in a coffee shop, and you know things were going, and I was like, both of us were like, "Oh my God, do you want to fuck right now?" Like oh, it was, totally. it was so the best sex, just ever. visceral, Did you fuck and it was like, coffee shop? "What?" No, I think, I think we went. If I was cooler, we would have gone to like the bathroom. But I think I'm like I'm like, ugh. yeah. Did you have sex? I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a while ago, but I'm pretty Dude, so sure. many. Everybody I know, including myself, is like, we broke up, and I'm like, how was the sex? And they're like, really good. All, every time, every really? time. Ask anybody if they went through a breakup. How they? What happens is you break up. Your emotions are so activated, and you get so horny for some. I mean, this happens to me. I'll be in a fight with somebody, and I'll be like, we have to stop this fight to have sex. This is my shit right now. <laughs> But it's like I think I'm a little bit more of a bitch. I go like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not making you feel pleasure right now. I'm furious. If it's uh, a little fight, if it's a big fight, I think my theory is this. This is why I think like one night stands can be very fun. Yes, is they're not always obviously, but I think there's a degree of like this is not going to happen again. So let's do all the things that we want to do. Whereas when you're a long term, you're like, eh, 
I'll eat ass later. Yeah, we got time. Yeah, I yeah, got time. Yeah. Ah, we'll, we'll do it after, you know, different time. <laughs> and then, it, it, you know, it never occurs. But with a breakup, I think it goes back to that visceral, like, <laughs> better do it now. I think there's also something hot about somebody having, like, it, for me, it's like if I'm like, I'm, I want this to end, and the person's like, no, please, no, I'm not, I'm not horny. But if I'm like, I want this to end, and they're like, all right, I'm like, oh, this is why I left you, because you didn't stand up for yourself. Let's have sex. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I think there's something there. Interesting. You have breakup sex? No. No. <laughs> no. Um, not I've only I, had breakup sex. Never like I've never been presented. You've never had regular sex? <laughs> no, I've only had it. I'm like, I can't. Every time I have sex is like a breakup sex. It's crazy. You, you've been through a lot of breakups. Yeah, I'm really, yeah. What What do you mean? Like, you, you, always you, you're, you're a relationship really? break. Like, do you have an average of your relationship time? Like, do, do you go half. like, year and a half? What do you think? happens um what do i think happens i think people think that i'm very secure because of how i act externally but mm-hmm. once i'm in a relationship i am a child like i am a jealous scared needs so much attention child. jealous uh, are there jealous yeah i was gonna ask specific of things anything. that make you jealous oh okay of a dog if you have a dog you love more than me I'm oh. fucking, i hate that dog yeah. Are you super jealous about them being around other women as well? Oh, yeah. Anything you... Uh, the worst... It makes sense. Both your parents yeah. were cheaters. Yeah. They're cheaters, and they also were... They could... Once they split up, they just were broke. So they had to start their own... Because they had Cosentini Jensen Construction. So when they split up, they had Cosentini Construction and Jensen Development Company, and they had to start their businesses without each other. And it just... So they were in competition with each other. trying to tear each other down. Neither of them had any money, so we had nobody raising us. They were just working all the time. So I'm very, like... And I loved them, right? So it's not like they were, like... That's a movie, by the way. Absolutely. Two two divorced couple competing with each other construction-wise, sabotaging each other. It was so crazy, yeah. Were they they really... I mean, there wasn't enough air conditioners to install to, to be nice? My mom... Ready for this? So the farm I was raised on... My mom got a job from this guy who was like um, wanted a modern house, a hideous like no windows, yeah. white, uh, you know, monstrosity. And my mom said, I have just the place for it and showed him the plot of land across the street from my dad's farm and built it there. And my dad every day would walk across the street, bring him trees, be like, please plant anything to. He hated the house. It was, it's hideous. <laughs> I mean, we could pull it up on a satellite <laughs> thing and you could see my dad's barn and farm and then just this monolith. And my mom was like, I mean, it was a war, dude. And he so would your mom show up to work city? every day and so just be funny. hitting the hammer, just looking over there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he was convinced that my mom burnt this house down on the property, which she didn't do. But he was convinced of that. And he di- before he died, his last, like, in his last dying weeks, he was lobbying the city to stop developers, sustainable developers, which is my mom, to be able to build because he believed that they should all... He basically was... His in his last dying days, he was trying to get my mom shut down. It was crazy. Wow. I mean, that that was their whole lives. And he was he was ill, so he was like he knew he might be dying soon. No, 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 he didn't. Oh, know. it was oh. a sudden death. Sudden death. Yeah. Oh, a sudden death. I okay. mean, we don't. I mean, he just fell asleep, didn't wake up. Ugh. Wow. He was very like. He when, was like a cowboy, so it really was like he worked all day, laid down with a dog, didn't wake. It was like we have no idea how it happened. Yeah, it was very understood. You didn't do an autopsy or anything. They asked me. They were like, "Do you my me and my dad's big thing? We both faint 
all the time. We really? hate doctors. We hate blood. We both, yeah. it's the hilarious thing about us is we pass the fuck out. And we definitely, and we were very close by the time he died. And they were like, do you want us? And I was like, I'm, the last thing my dad would want was his body cut, cut open, b- burn him, give it the ashes. You weren't, you weren't curious at all in case there was something medical that would help you to know? I know, I know how he died. He died because he smoked two packs a day. Sure. And by the end of his life, he was just laying foundation all day and, you know, just eating, you know, a Klondike bar at night and smoking cigarettes, passing out. And Was he fit from all the work? Like, did he have like a, a build? He muscles? was, he was contractor fit. So he was like a, he was like a barrel chested guy with like a, he's like Burt Kreischer probably, but less pregnant. He's like. Yeah, I mean, it's fit, but your heart is strained because your arteries are all clogged, and then you're lifting cement every day. It's just the perfect way to get a heart attack. Yeah, I like the const- contractor fit. Contractor fit, yeah. So it's, like, not fit, but it's, like, they will they can crush anything. You know, it's, like, yeah. extremely strong, but not by any means. The blood is not flowing in the way that it should. But the reason I... I asked is because when my, my dad, was, you know, says horrible things about my mom all the time. He's yeah. kind of over it now. But, but when he was going into uh, his quintuple bypass, he said to me, can you tell your mom I'm sorry? And, and it was such a – it was almost it – was, it was more infuriating than it was cute. I was like, you could have – really? Yeah. You drama queen – yeah. Now, right now, yeah. you could have done it at any point. And it's not like he met the first, I mean, the, one of the first things he said when he got, w- woke up, he said, you didn't call your mom yet, did you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is so God. funny. That's amazing. <laughs> you have yeah. a bit about that? That's incredible. Yeah, I, I have the heart oh. That is but, so incredible. But it was. He went under and then he came back and he was like, he was like, oh, I'm going to be alive still? Okay, never mind, never mind. Don't don't call the that bitch. The thing I want in death. That is like waking up from a heart attack yeah. and, and grabbing him a also, cigarette. He can't, I mean, say, he can't say that again. Do you know what I mean? Like when he, if he is on his deathbed, he's gonna be. Like, oh, Joe Marco, I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be like your mom. I'm sorry. I'll call it right now, doctor. Hold on. He can. He can survive ten more seconds. Dad, we're gonna do this right now. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I think what he was doing was he was having it so that your mom was like, oh, he was a good guy, so that she felt as as bad as she could. Maybe it's like when you're fighting with somebody and you're like, I love maybe, you, but but no, but I do believe that these. I always like I, I see pictures of my parents in Italy. You know, I, I have the 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 I have the photo album from their wedding. Mm-hmm. I keep it on my bookshelf with the rest of my fiction. Guys, mm-hmm. nice. thank you. You see, once again, we're practicing. I just laugh. Jordan and I understand that, like, okay, Jesus uh, Christ. I, but I see these pictures of them uh, honeymooning in Sicily, and my dad's wearing a little speedo. And my mom's looking good. And I'm like, they, they, there is something that yeah. they love about each other. And, you know, this is a custody battle, all these things. My mom married my dad's former lawyer. Good nice. attention. My, they, they got my kindergarten teacher fired for dating my, my father. And I guess she used to send love notes in my lunchbox back to my father. But there are lots of things. But they love, there's something. They could have a good conversation. They could have a good dinner together. Oh, and totally. And I think my mom would. I think my mom would be down to clap. When's the last time they interacted? I think like in uh, person. I think they like came to a comedy show and my dad said something like you know one of these like we did all right. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't say that to me after the show. My dad didn't say a single goddamn word to me after the show. But uh, uh, there's got to be something there. 
What about my you, my family was the same way. My mom was like, "I'll hang out with your dad all day long." Uh huh. She was yeah. Was she? You can tell me to stop if you want to. When your father passed away, sad. Was she, yeah? How did she react? She was so sad. We were all so sad. It was me. I mean, the funeral was my all my dad's exes. My mom, you Is know, the whole section to the side. All of, no, everybody who was there was like somebody who dated my dad. I mean, he was a he fucked everybody. But yeah, she was there and his rugby buddies, and she yeah, she was sad for weeks. I mean, she she didn't respect him because he was like a pothead, and he thought he would be like the great American. He thought he'd be Hemingway, and his book sucked, and he thought it he sucked. Would, it really sucked. Yeah, I mean, they're yeah, they're they're written like they're written like a. Uh, like a guy who is obsessed with themselves. They're they're like Louis's movie, the I love you, daddy. Movie. I love you, daddy. Yeah, where it's like you just you got too big of an ego, and and, it, and I can smell it. You know what I mean? I I, I liked I love you, daddy. I didn't watch it. I didn't. I, didn't I haven't see seen it. it. I liked it. I just and heard I, about. I it. felt like all the critics' responses were. They, I mean, it goes without saying. They it, it was impossible for them to review it other than to say like he's waving it in our face. Uh, he he. Oh. You know, like every review was so like. Well, it, it, it was after, truly right? a conflation of like the art and the artist, where it was like in that moment everyone had to be like, the art is bad because the person is bad. I didn't see it, but I just uh, I just heard that it has like a, a bit of an ego to it, a bit of a like I'm trying to be. But I thought it I thought it really accurately showed uh, it showed that ego. I thought it really accurately showed mm. like the kind of ego because the older character I guess is like a, a Roman Polanski Woody Allen type, and I felt like you really show it really showed how that guy thinks they are justified in the world that they live in. Was it Malkovich? It Malkovich played it, yeah. Mm. But it was so funny. Apparently he offered it to Woody Allen, and Woody Allen was like, are you to your fucking mind? Are you to your fucking mind? Oh, because, yeah, totally. He, Woody Allen, I mean. I, uh, my, my, my confession is I, I, I used to, because I've seen custody battles, I think I believed uh, – Whenever something happen, comes out during like a custody battle, I go, I do believe people lie in a custody battle because there's an obvious objective. There's the only, the best objective. The best objective. The best reason to lie. But then you saw, I saw the Woody Allen documentary and they show you footage of, of the young girl like recounting it. And you, um, with, within a second, you're like, oh, fuck, he fucking did that shit. And you're like, I, for percent. me, I was like, even if she's not telling the truth, whatever scenario she was raised in made her this fucked up. Like, whatever it yeah. is, yeah. that dude was not good. You know yeah. what I mean? He did not provide a safe yeah. place for her to grow up if she, this is how she's turned out, where she's shaking in front of a camera saying whatever. The only part of the movie that I thought was funny because they show uh, her mom's life and, like, the family pictures, and at no point do they go, like, it was strange that they adopted ten people. There's, yes. there's no, there's no even like kinda. Yeah. It's just like, and here's the family photo. It's crazy. All fifty <laughs> of them wearing like matching is... PJs. Yeah. You're like, okay, yeah. yeah. And Something's nobody was weird. like, and also Mia Farrow, bad mom, seems to be on Xanax all the time. Sure, lobotomized even. Crazy. I just saw that Sound of Freedom movie last night. They got me. You know, uh, listen, I haven't done enough research, but but it's it's funded by this QAnon people, and they they it's it's. It's propaganda. Do you know? Do you know how this is so crazy? So it's a movie. Oh, oh, uh, okay. It's, it's, I've, it's, I've, it's I've some it group that stops child traffickers. But I, I at least have listened to enough of my my leftist podcast that that the people producing it are very closely, if not fully, associated with QAnon. That many of them have been accused of child trafficking in their own right, taking money for themselves, and it's become this. It's it's 
That, that that's why people like Mel Gibson love it so much. It's it is just tied to. They did the smartest thing. They so basically, this guy had an amazing story. The FBI agent freed all these kids, right? And then Disney buys the rights to the movie, and they don't make it because QAnon people are like, because he's a pedophile. Probably because it's hard to make a movie about a pedophile. Also, do you want to make the story? Do you want to make the documentary? What do you do? You should, they should have made a documentary. I mean, it's and then they made it, so then Angel bought it, and they're like a Christian group. They put the guy from G, from Passion of the Christ as the main character, who is yeah. a QAnon guy, right? So already you're like, oh, this is a QAnon based thing, and then they proceed to make just a bad. It's just a bad movie, right? So AMC Regal or whatever is like, we don't, we only play good movies. That is what we do, <laughs> and so then they start going. They're burying it because they're pedophiles. There's this is me and Pat Bridger went to see it yesterday. Listen to what Pat heard outside. He goes, he, he heard two people talking, and one guy goes. One guy goes, um, well, you know what, uh, you know where the worst uh, rules for child sex are, uh, L.A. And he goes, and what's in L.A.? And the guy goes, Hollywood. And he goes, that's right. Like that's what's so. You know what I mean? Like everybody. And I went to see it. I gave them money. So now it's sold out because of all this, all of the conspiracies. It's sold out. It they made. So much money, so much money, yeah. and it's a bad movie, and it's a great story. So it's like, if they had made a documentary that was like, everybody would have gobbled it up on that our true crime shit. Are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah, but, yeah, and yeah. on top of it, so a lot of these things they saw, talk about religious movies is like churches will buy out a showing and saying, if you're part of the church, come yes, see it. Yeah. But then people were showing videos of like empty movie theaters They're buying and going out, like, yeah. they, they were accusing like the Hollywood people of buying it out so people can't see the movie. Yeah. And it was like, no, you, you fucking need it. First of all, you can see a movie. You can't block a movie. But it's also you, just like, a bad movie. It just didn't. Yeah. There's so made it much money the to be made if you can get into that conspiracy wormhole because the brain will justify fucking anything. The brain justifies just going to see it, which is just money in their pocket. It's and you th- watch the whole thing though. You, you oh yeah yeah totally. I watched the whole thing just because the story is very compelling. But yeah. the movie was just it was just cringe. It was just a poorly made film yeah, yeah, yeah. with bad horrible actors and. Um, but yeah, it was like I. What's crazy is I'm on Twitter and I'm trying to figure out what's going on with this, and I'm like looking into it, and then I get into the my car. The driver picks me up to go to Miami, and he was like, "I'm not going to be here tomorrow because I'm the security for the two actors in that movie, and we're meeting Trump tomorrow." He was like, "Oh, I'm going to New York," and I was like, "Get the fuck out!" And I asked him, he was like, "You're going to cry the whole movie. They're burying it. All the Democrats are pedophile." And I was like, "Oh my god!" So then I went and went, went to see it. It sh- sold out. Me and Pat get seats in like the first row, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm, I did it. I did the thing that everybody did, where I, I ate the, I ate the Kool Aid, and then I went and gave them money. It's bizarre, but it's also, it everything is getting everything is becoming so such a caricature. It's like a cartoon world at this point in the news that like just the fact that. The fact that everybody is not talking about the, this amazing FBI agent who, like, rescued who, – that's so interesting and that it, sex trafficking is going on and we're just talking about the liberals versus Democrats is, like, expert-level sure. manipulation. Well, we've really, yeah. we've really gotten – I think what's incredible about – first, everyone's accusing everyone of being a pedophile. It really is, like, Nazis and pedophiles. And it's gotten to the point – Where it makes you want to fuck kids. <laughs> Listen, the the only plus side is people keep sharing my R. Kelly pedophile joke. And yes, listen, that yes. might be worth all this political. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like there are so many proven cases of pedophilia, whether it be in the church or whether it be like the Boy Scouts. And like somehow 
that doesn't come up constantly. It's always about the imagined network of secret. And I'm like, there's literally a bunch right here in front of you to go take care of. Also, they're always making it like it's not even just about the pedophilia. It's about like they're doing other things with the blood. It's like they're making it... Pedophilia is bad enough. We don't need to like then create this like mythological world where yeah. like they're draining kids of blood to then seep into Nancy Pelosi's tits. You know what I mean? Like, well, I don't. Yeah, I just also think it's again part of it's the reason they like the imaginary ones is because then you don't have to fucking do anything about it. If it's right. if it's the guy at yeah, your church, yeah. maybe you should go walk down there and say something. But if it's imaginary and it's elite, you can just complain about it and go see a movie about it and pretend that that's progress. Oprah yeah. did the best thing she could ever, where she had a show on where she had all of these convicted pedophiles on. This is crazy, actually, on her show. And then she goes, gave them all a free car. Yeah, t- she she literally was like, that, that's who they are, and everybody in the audience is like, oh my god. And then she's like. I want you guys to ask them whatever you want. And people ask these pedophiles questions. I was like, that fucking rips, dude. That's the question. Did they know they, I mean, were, that's all, the way to do it. they were all coming on to do that? Yes, they came oh, on wow. being like, I don't want to be a pedophile. I should have been put in prison. Yeah, I that was wish probably that- the last TV spot Kevin Spacey's going to do. Yeah, he had to take the... <laughs> they, were all com- they were all comedians. They were like, hey, this is press. We need to s- sell some dates. They were all, they were all like what are you very... Talking- what did they ask? I gotta look this up. I think that I don't know. I don't know what that. Tova showed me this video on TikTok. Apparently, there was this there was this old game show where they would do a lie detector test, and to win the next level of money, they'd ha- they'd ask you the question again, and you had to decide: would you reveal in public the real answer or lie? And if you revealed the real answer, you got the money. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like for five hundred thousand dollars. Do you believe that your father engaged? in sexual relations with an underage woman. And she starts crying, and you they cut to the father. And the father looks, like, kind of confused. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What year is this from? No, I, I like, the 1500s. So it was okay. No, it was it was recent enough. No. And, and Love she, on a spectrum. I'm like, this is crazy that this exists. But so here's, here's so the, so she starts crying, and she ultimately goes, yes. And then, and then, then they, you know, as she's crying, they go, burr, 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 $500,000. And, the and they gather around the family. The host is like, congratulations. We should probably discuss why you said yes. And she says, my father, he belonged to like a Mormon cult type thing. And a friend of his said, would you marry the sister wife or whatever? She's 17. And and the father then talked too. And they kind of moved on. They moved on in a way that was insane at the time and now would, would never occur. They moved on. We're like, oh, that makes sense. It's like, we're and glad now it wasn't we're cut to a okay. commercial. Enjoy that money. Oh my! It was God. a long. That it, is crazy. That is so crazy. It is. It is a wild. It is a wild. Because they Where cut is to it? the father going like, being unsure, like five hundred thousand. Oh my God! Outed as a pedophile on TV. I don't know what to take. <laughs> I mean, the 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 other thing with the pedophile is like it's. It is like uh, there is like an emotional stunting that happens. I f- I do think this in Hollywood. You know how you like hear about like if you watch the Taylor Swift documentary, she's like a child. Yeah, like they yes. are stunted emotionally. And yes. I'm like Michael Jackson, for instance, is like you're like I know he was fucking kids, but he was a babe. Like he had a kid's brain. And yeah. I think that that's a big reason why they're like Hollywood fucks kids, or or like Leonardo is to like a degree. I I would say this even more. It's it's the same way that uh, sports. Uh, like there's a lot of sports people who, you know, uh, beat their wife or something. When you have industries where 
someone's success can become so uh, important. You know, Michael Jackson's uh, success was was a thousand people's entire livelihood yeah. and sold out stadiums and helped cities uh, get get stores. And I mean, like when someone becomes important in any industry, then then that person will be so protected they can get away with crimes to an insane degree. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas opposed to which they don't you, they, they don't have to deal with a lot of things, so they do become stunted. Like and they, then they, they have a full team, yeah. and that team gradually covers up all these things. So whether it's Hollywood, whether it's a high official at at uh, or in sports, or high official in the priest, like I don't think it's these industries necessarily have more than other industries. It's just that you can have someone who is so protected and their crimes, the list of their crimes becomes so long and so storied and so many people that that's why it starts looking like Hollywood. It's not that Hollywood necessarily is filled with more of these people. It's just that in Hollywood, you have a number of people who are important and whose, whose existence and continued success makes money for a lot of people. Yeah. And that's why it looks like that. But the idea that these people go like, you know, Hollywood's filled with pedophiles. I'm like, so is so is the, the McDonald's chain. So is mm. gymnastics. So is everything. They're out there. Yeah. And and you can pretend it's part of the world, but but like there's ones it's it's in your family. But there is a level of, of like <laughs> there is a level of acceptance. Like there's a like okay, the parents who are like, I'm gonna let my kids sleep in Michael Jackson's bed because he's Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't have. I mean, anybody else would be like, you're not sleeping at that dude's fucking house. But because it's Michael Jackson, it's like he could change our lives. But I'm sure it was also gradual. Again, like I think yeah. it's the same thing. Like from the outside, it seems like one day Michael was like, I'm gonna have Timmy join me in my bed today. And what? what's your Michael Jackson impression? Oh, I don't. That have wasn't one. an impression. That was just I, that, I was, that was that was Mickey a Mouse. that was a different voice. Okay, <laughs> but like I think it was probably like. Pillow fight. Yeah. Oh, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just sleep here. Like, <laughs> we don't need to act anymore out, actually, John Marco. I think that, have you been I on, just think, have you I seen the dating parents... apps that, and you look at people that are your age? I mean, I look at people who are like, I'm like, okay, I want to date like a guy who's like late 30s. And then you talk to them and you're like, oh, I am, I'm attracted to 26-year-old dudes who are like still saying dope and sick. You know what I mean? Because I'm stunted because i'm in a comedy world of entertainment where all of us are a bunch of fucking kids and then i talk to somebody who's 40 and they're like yeah i run an ad agency and i'm like you are the dullest person i've ever i hate that you have a cat i hate that you have a cat (laughs) you know what i mean and then you're like oh shit now i get how like why leonardo dicaprio only fucks you know i feel the opposite i i once went on a a a date with with a a, an age appropriate but younger woman and we we went out to dinner once and she said to me she was like why are you why are you so sad all the time? Oh, and I yeah. thought like it's different. I thought like genders. you need. I was like, why am I sad all the time? Did you not listen to the news today? Did you not fucking as your your parents? It's like Norm McDonald's. Have you not experienced life? This horrible thing that we have to live every day. You don't have suicidal tendencies. Have you lived one moment? I so I could I could. That's not my jam. I've I've almost always dated like exactly my age. Yeah, I've, I've so, never dated younger, but I'm just now that I'm trying to date older. I'm like, Ooh. yeah, yeah. I think it's gotta be. Wild. I th- I feel like uh, this this my my girlfriend I had in college, and then we broke up. Like she ended up marrying like someone who was like much older. And I think it's so interesting that you go through school, and school like your entire social life and romantic life is usually like the people in your grade. Mm-hmm. And then maybe in high school, you know, a junior maybe with a sophomore. And if a senior and a freshman, you're like, that's weird. And then you get out into the real world and suddenly it's just like fucking chaos. And suddenly totally. like, I was like, it was more like I was dating someone and we were both 
both fucking, our lives were messes. We're both actors. And then suddenly, like, someone who's 32 is a, now I'm, now he's playing the game too. I can't yeah. compete with a fucking 32 year old. Totally. They, they, they have a life, they, they have a job, they have a career. And uh, it's just a very, I think it'd be a jarring experience. And I think more so for guys because traditionally it's the guy doesn't go out and on average a 32 year old's like, hey, you wanna hang out? Well, I have guy friends who are like, or people that I have dated who are like, yeah, I'm gonna date this 24 year old who like is working in tech makes way more money and I'm like, yeah, I've been in like a vacuum of comedy forever. You know what I mean? Like I've I've literally been like stunted economically in every way because I've been in this like yeah. thing. So it's like, yeah, of course you're going to date the 24-year-old who is has, you know, is isn't graying, it still has the stamina of a fucking stallion and makes more money than me. Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what's weird. Being a woman and aging into a group with a group of people who are all children. You know what I mean? And then those children, your buddies are dating like 23-year-olds, and you're like, wait, who do I date? And they're like, I don't know, one of these children? You're like, what? What's happening? (laughs) Your mom dates younger or has dated younger? She dates younger, yeah. She dates younger because she gets like sycophants and then dates them. I see. That's my dad. Like I was listening, and it was similar. My dad is definitely younger. Were they younger than you? Mm, I think one of them. No, they're all younger than my sister, though. My sister... Yeah. Oh, is that weird for your sister? Well, it has been because they've been like friends before. One of them was her friend. Oh, when they started dating. Oh my, if my dad dated one of my friends, that would be fucked. I would, I would say, I would be, I would say, you can't do that. This I was complicated that. though because it's my mom and my other mom were together, and then my mom, my mom ch- cheated on my. Uh, okay. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. Let me get a pen. We'll do shell. We'll do shell and cause. Cause cheated on shell. Cause then, uh, th- then Shell left Cause for a woman that was engaged. It didn't help at all. It made it worse. Oh, sorry. Wait, What's who, your, mo- your mom's mom. name is? Basically, my mom's wife left her for another woman. Okay. That woman was engaged to another woman, and my mom started sleeping with that woman. <gasps> but that woman was friends with my sister. They switched. Wow. Because my mom was just like, oh, we're sad. When that sad. all ha- came out, was that a like big deal? Like, it, like did it shake... Any relationships? Yeah, I like... was really mad at my mom because my mom is very like she's very like take it or leave it with people. But Michelle, when she married Michelle, Michelle kind of like was my mom. Like my yeah. mom was my dad. My dad was my boss, and Michelle was like mom. And I uh-huh. trusted everything. She she ch- showed me affection. She was just like my. How long were they together for? Um, uh, probably like eight years. Okay, wow. And then, so when my mom cheated on Michelle, I was like, "You actually don't get to do this." This is like you you cheat on everybody. You don't get to cheat on Michelle because she's like mom. Uh-huh. And then they tried to work it out, and then Michelle got with Donna, who I was who I worked with because she worked for my mom, and I love Donna a lot too. So then, wait, when, was it fu- okay? Donna worked for your mom. Yeah. So was it kind of fucked up that Michelle hooked up with Donna? Yeah. And obviously she was in the right. She was cheated on, so she gets a whatever you want. Right. But also, yeah. I mean, but then. Donna and Michelle just fell very hard for each other. So then my mom was heartbroken, but I was like, you deserve this. Uh-huh. You cheated on Michelle, who's never done anything wrong. And then, and uh, so then Donna and Michelle got together, love, and they are, that's the three moms. So now it's Donna, Michelle, mom. Uh-huh. And then, so my mom then started hooking up with Donna's ex-fiance just because they bonded over how fucked up it was that Michelle and Donna were talking. How did, they even, how did they even the initial contact get made? Just because Donna worked for your mom? They all knew each other. They all knew each other. other. Yeah. yeah. 
And how long was was her was your mom and what's what's Donna's ex fiance name? Uh, Kristen. Kristen. So now Kristen. Then they were together briefly, but my mom just doesn't. She can't stay in relationships, so she ended that one. Kristen was great to me too. Also very sweet. And uh, Kristen's happily married. Donna and Michelle happily married. Mom single. How oh. how old were you when mom and Michelle got divorced? Good question. I must have been. I must have been for, maybe. Oh, a senior in high school. Senior in high school. That's tough. It was tough. It was really tough. But Michelle, the saint that she is, was very like this. Doesn't this is doing nothing? I am still. I mean, she still pays my damn phone bill. She's just like, mm. I am your mother. I am in your life. I'm very close to her boys. You know, they're, we're still all very close. Yeah. And now the really a beautiful thing that was very moving is when my sister's husband cheated on her. They got they separated. It was like me, Michelle, Donna, my sister all surrounding my niece and being like, we are, we are a family, we are protecting. So that's really like the family is just these five women. And then all, and then, you know, my dad is dead. My sister's husband is a piece of shit. So it's like... Your it, sister's husband, do, do you think, because I feel like your sister and, and you, you, you must uh, be anxious about being with a partner who cheats on you. This has to be like, obviously no one wants to be cheated on, but just like a fucking like, the prophecy has been fulfilled. Um, was your, your like this guy? Did you ever like him? Was it a surprise that he cheated? He was. Uh, I could tell that my sister was like, "I'm choosing this guy because he's good." Now I'm pregnant, so I'm gonna stick with it. He's a good, loyal man. I don't really like him. We don't get along that well, but he's safe. And when you date somebody safe, who's like not as intelligent as you, the I think that dating somebody who seem who is like almost like better than you or smarter than you or whatever is better. It feels more lethal because it feels like they could leave you, but they have the wherewithal to like make decisive decisions. Whereas a dumb dude is just like, I'm going to take whatever comes at me because uh, I have no masculinity. It's been taken away by this woman who is, you know, doing better than me is more intelligent than me and puts me down. But my sister was like, I'll stick with him because he's going to be a good dad. But that doesn't really work out. It doesn't work to, like, settle. It doesn't work because they know you're settling, and then they rebel. Yeah. How, how'd she find out if it's not It's so weird. brutal. I mean, these women just blackmailed her. They were oh. like, we have video. We, we need money. Oh, multiple women. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was they really said bad. we need money, like, in, like, a sympathetic way. Like, sorry to they actually did. you. They actually did. Yeah. They were like, we tried to blackmail him, and he shut down, and I'm, we did not want to go to you, and now we have to go to you. And my sister is... How so much money I'm, were they asking it, for? I think it was 10 Gs. Oh, my God. Yeah. And what, what were they threatening to her? We'll, we'll tell... I mean, the threat would be, we'll tell your wife. So what did they threaten her? We'll tell your kid? I don't know. Tell everybody? I don't know. Uh-huh. I'm not allowed to talk this, too much about this it. This is... Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. But... Yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah, it's like... It's a... Uh, yeah, so basically... But my sister's less... She's the cheater. So my sister picked up on my parents. We they all cheat. I'm the one who's like your sister cheats guy. too. Yeah, she doesn't. She never cheat on him, but she's way more like them. Where it's like, yeah, it's like uh, you take it or leave it. I don't really care. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. people. It's I'm like my, the my one. Dad, like, when my mom like, found out, he said, "This is who I am. I'm not going to change." That's a real like philosophy yeesh. of the cheater. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, just like a... Yeah, yeah but you this could. Is, you could just try it. Exactly. You could try to change. You could be on time to things, but some people have things. I think my dad was more like me, where he like cheated because my mom did, and he was like, I can too. I think he's more like me, where he's like, please, please stay, please stay. Yeah. Mm. But I definitely have that, where I'm just like, please don't cheat, please don't cheat. But I've been cheated on before, too. You make it happen. When you're afraid of cheating, you just make them cheat. They just inevitably cheat. If you're terrified of it, it's it happens. It's yeah. crazy. Even with people who are like, I know that you're terrified of this it's not going to happen if you condemn somebody for something that they didn't do they'll just do it it's all complicated though if i if i said to Tova, like listen if you keep worrying that i'm gonna cheat i'm gonna cheat but That's it's not kind of work. true i mean it's not true you can't say that i don't know i i think like i think the the decisions of cheating are, are very they're they're it's it's on the cheater i don't know i i just think like you can't blame it on anything else i think i think it's more this i think you got to break up with someone. You got to make a decision. If you're going to cheat, if you feel that urge and you're like, I'm, I can't resist anymore, you ha- have to break up. The cheating is the bad part. That's the lie. The lie of it. Yes. The cheating is, I think. Especially in today's world, you can find people who are into open whatevers mm-hmm. if you want to. I think there was probably a time where, like, sometimes I wonder, uh, you know, if my dad could have been part of a world where people conceived of open relationships. Maybe, although I don't think he'd be cool with her doing it. But it's just, it's just shystiness. I mean, it's not. Shy, it's like a level of. It's a level of self-loathing. That's like, do you really not have like the, the amount of self-love for yourself to be like, I'm going to arrest this. I'm going to suspend this feeling. I'm going to take care of my shit. I'm going to work my hardest, and it will still be there. There is a feeling of like a scarcity mentality with cheaters, where they're like, I have to do this because it's my only chance to do it, and it's like. What world is that? Who cares? What are you going to just nut just to destroy your family? Or in the off chance that you just, even on the off chance you just make someone sad, is like, why bother? Use your hand, dude. And I think my family's a little like that, where it's a little like, or at least, you know, the cheating thing where there's a feeling of like, you only have one life playful out, you have to take every opportunity. Sure. Which is like, sure, but. I understand the one life mentality. There's like the concept of just like. Sex is sex. It's just the same. There's three versions. There's somebody you care about, there's somebody you hate, there's somebody you're all right with. I thought you meant positions, and I was like, missionary. But pretty I'll much, also. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, there's one type of orgasm, and it's pretty much the same. It's just like, redi- I was talking to my friend who's a sex addict, and he was like, well, and I was like, why are you doing this? And he was like, I just want to, I want to, I want to be with this type of person, this type of person, I want to miss out. I'm like, it's all the same. It doesn't matter. It's all either feels bad or it feels good. Sure, but couldn't you say that about food? Couldn't you be like, why don't you just have turkey sandwiches forever? I do feel that way about food. I do not eat out. I do not go to restaurants. I'm like this. I eat oatmeal. That is what I eat. I eat oatmeal and vegetables. I'm the thing, the bare minimum to just like keep me that's going. How, that's how I describe monogamy. Oatmeal and vegetables for the yes, rest of your life. Yes, what are you doing? Have steak occasionally. Be lucky you have it, you know, but don't, you know, it's all the same. It's all just salt. You know what I mean? It's all salt or sugar. That's all you want. Um, let me look. Let's go on to our next segment. This has got to stop. This has got to stop. Oh. <laughs> you okay, sweetheart? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, do you got to, this has got to stop. Something has got to stop. Big, small, personal, general. Oh, wow. This has got to stop. Um, there's like a new type of man who exists out in the world that is like a. Is this like a beta man? So you have a bit where you describe like a man on stage that you can't stand. And every time I hear it, I go like. No, I'm that man. Which one? The woke cowboy? I feel like you have a bit about like just like a just a beta NPR ma- beta cook? Yeah. And I'm like, that's me. 
I just hear that bit. There's, I just hear you talking about, like, you're like, you know what, God fucking suck, and then you describe me to a T. Mm. <laughs> I think it's something about not being able to install an air conditioner, too. Maybe I'm making up. I've said a million things. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I never, I mean, it's, it's just sometimes you'll talk about, like, guys on stage, I'm like, that's. Yeah, I've, the guy who was, like, trauma, talking about trauma to me, he was like, and I couldn't, it was a trauma filibuster. Like, yeah. I couldn't leave because he kept oh, bringing man. up different traumatic stories. Um, this has got to stop. No, but there's this new pot, not podcasting, but like it's this new type of guy. It's in Brooklyn. It's like a a patterned button down shirt, a dog on a leash, a very gay affectation and basically a lesbian girlfriend. And they are beards for each other. And it's just like what they do. It's how they live their lives. That has got us. It's like a new thing that's happening. That man, he has to come out of the closet. That woman needs to be free to eat snatch. Needs to happen. Okay, but what you? if you see again? I feel like we're 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 close to me. No, it's I'm not. A dog. You don't have no, a dog. But I'm saying like, but I'm saying like, if you looked at Tova and me, yes, there are certain traits like Tova. If there's gonna, if someone's gonna get in confrontation physically with someone who's like fucking with us, it's gonna be Tova, and I would be the one like, no, baby, baby, no. So we are. I feel like she has some more uh, uh, masculine. Uh, traits and I have some more feminine traits, and we found love within that. Mm-hmm. I would say the same about yeah, you and yeah, your wife. Yeah, yeah. But you do and things you do to have make up for this. I do. Yes, you do that. You work out. You hustle. You get your money. Sure. You do these things. Sure. I'm talking about the veal men in Brooklyn who have a tiny little dog, and they are like, you are like a hundred percent sure they're gay, and they are talking about you know the most. They are writing like for you know culture. <laughs> articles for fucking vice or whatever and you and they are just they're scared to go outside like they don't take the train you know what i mean Mm. and they're just brutal they're still wearing a mask sometimes yes i just want it to stop there is we're gonna get a comment just for me saying that just so we all know know, on the youtube someone's gonna say don't mask shame don't mask yes they're still wearing masks that's exactly what i'm talking about though they have a stupid little bandana around their dog or some shit you Make up for it, right? You keep your body in good health. You are you probably lay it down in the bedroom. You work your fucking ass off. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, sure, you're a theater gay guy. Yeah, but sure, I'm gay. You do make up for it. But <laughs> make up for way. You don't wear shirts with little, you know, botanical cactuses on it like a fag. Sorry, oh, sorry. God I'm damn sorry. It. We'll bleep that one. You could say like a yeah. no. I mean, we should. I it's up to that... you. It's up to you. You have yeah, the moms. Her. You have enough moms. Three moms. All my moms are friends. All her moms. <laughs> um, do I have one? Yeah, uh, I have one. Yeah, quick. I got one. Um, okay, on uh, streaming platforms. This has got to stop. This has got to stop. Say the real. This okay, has got to stop. stop. Um, the cutesy categories on streaming platforms used to be just like action, comedy, drama. Now it's like, you know, at first it started off with like girls night Rom-com in. Rom-com after a nice and now bath. it's like, yeah, now it's like, it's like very limiting because Dude. it's not describing the fucking movie anymore. It's describing the person. It's like, hey, it's been a long day in the sun, fat girl. Take a night off. Like, it's like queer dad's night in. Like, it's just it, like, what's 
triggering is so... it's describing you sometimes, right? Yeah. That's yeah. What, for me, where it's like, <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like you you just did two off Broadway shows in a blouse, and you totally. just need to relax. Yeah, yes. it's like it's like depressing night after a breakup, and I'm yeah, like, fuck yeah, you, yeah, I'm watching yeah. it, but fuck you. Yeah, I hate that. I just hate the the cutesiness. You're like, because then you see the category, and you're like, I'm not gonna fucking look at that category, and but maybe I would want to see a movie in that category sometimes, but they the categories are not appealing to me. So I, totally agree. I hate that. I got to this has got to stop. I did a show. I was uh headlining in Fort Wayne and my feature is black and he was driving me home. We're all And nice. uh, <laughs> I fell for my feature who was in Fort Wayne. Totally. And yeah. then I was like I can't hook up with this dude because it's exploitative. Okay, who well this is feature? my this has got to stop. <laughs> okay. Uh I uh, I I need to look up his name. I'm going to use the story. Uh I, but we we were getting along. He was driving me back to the hotel and uh There's that, black people in Fort Wayne. He was he was visiting from oh, another gotcha. place. To be fair, um, but he was driving me home, and a, a, a white guy came up to the window. He had seen the show, and he had been very complimentary. And he comes up and he goes, "Hey, great show, great show! Uh, I got a joke for you." Oh boy! And and we're both we're, uh, the second he said it, the second he said it, I go, "It's gonna be racist. I know it. I just know it." And black and, guys there. And black guys there. And he and and he's driving, and he goes, "Driving Miss Daisy." If you're going to be racist, at least don't be lazy about it. It is not driving Miss Daisy. I'm a white man. I'm not old. I'm in the front seat. This is not like driving Miss Daisy at all, other than there's just a black person and a white person and a he car. He just pointed to you guys and said driving Miss Daisy. And that was the joke. And he, was, and he said, <laughs> you can use that. I, I, Feel free to use that. Use you it. don't have to credit me. You got to bring him up on stage. I really need it to stop. I, anybody listening to this, if you have comedians in your life, don't, don't say you don't. can use this. Just don't say you can use this. I was focusing this. more on the racism nope. aspect. Whatever about the racism. But, but, but it's Indiana. It's, 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 it, it literally, the, the, you'll be at a lunch, the salt will shit fall over, and they'll laugh and they'll be like, well, now this is going to go in one of your sketches. Like, how, what would, what would that sketch look like? Or what about this? What would what that look this? like? When they go like this, and when they go, um, you're like, yeah, it really sucks. I have to, you know, do this horrible thing that I don't want to do. I'll go to a friend's funeral, and they're like, well, at least you'll get material. I'm like, no, I don't want to do this. There's no upside. My mom, my mom does that all the time. Yeah. Uh, she also does. She does the if I go like I'm having the worst day ever, and she goes, I hope so. Meaning, I hope this is the worst, and it all gets better. I'm like, shut. She listens. I love you, mom. Yeah, uh, my uh, mom goes that. Well, not that's a uh, what did she say? You, you're. Uh, what did she say? Mike James is his name. Mike James is his name. Very good comic. Has a special out. I forget what it's called, but check it out. Mike James. But I think the worst part is like he was telling me people people go up to him and they go LeBron, and he's he's a black guy. He has a beard. LeBron is very tall, and he's yeah. just like a regular height. And I think like here's what it is. I think white people go, oh oh, I know I know you're not supposed to compare, but they really look like that person. And here's the thing, you could be right. You could be right. You might see an Asian person that looks really like a specific celebrity. And maybe How you're right. How often does this really happen, though? Oh, I think uh, uh, Bowen Yang did a post once. He's like, please stop. Please stop telling me I met someone who looks like me. Because even if you're oh, right, wow. you have to understand that white people have a, a, an impulse. A lot of white people have an impulse to yeah. like, be like, you look like that. And even if you're right... Too many people are doing it. Yeah. Too many people are doing it, and that's how they engage in conversation. Yeah. And it's annoying. So keep it to yourself. Yeah. Share it with yes. a, share it with one of your white friends. Share with really a white friend. It. Share with a white friend. Hey, try you know, try hey. Miss Daisy. Take a picture. 
You send it to them. This has got to stop. Yeah. Final section. We got to move this along because an AC is getting installed. You better count your blessing. You better count your blessing. Russell, do you have a blessing? Yeah. Uh, as you know, I've gotten into Gatorade recently. <laughs> and I was really upset because for a long time I could only find white and blue Gatorade. And I don't like those flavors. Um, but I found a place right near the theater I do the shows at that sells only red. So only uh, red. I'm thankful for that 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 place. Um, been That's great. You want to plug them, give their names some business? Or no, just, you don't no even just like a bodega. Know. I don't know the name. You know? Sure. Um, uh, uh, Jordan, do you have a, I'll do my blessing. Um, uh, other than, I feel like we, we weren't, uh, weren't like chatting for a while. I yeah, feel like you. we, John Marco, listen, I'm I, gonna, I'm I gonna, think it was both of us. No, 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 listen, no listen. I think we, listen. dude, I had said out loud multiple times to other people. I've been like, is he all right? I said out loud to multiple people. I said, I think Jordan doesn't like me. Let me intervene because I I don't know either. I don't know. Well, I know you. I I don't know you. I don't know. I know. know, And I know you. You listen. Even when you think you're nothing's going on, you can be very closed off and very like insular, and it gives a vibe to people that like that they don't they can't approach you. And so I don't think you know that sometimes. Sure. Um, but even I know you well, so I can break through it. But if pe- people don't know you as well, they're not going to try to break through it. Why, why the fuck would they care? I have tried to break through it, though. I have been like, what's going on? What's up? And you're like, you know, you know. I felt the like the, the, I felt like the time we were closest, I was going to Innovative. We ran into each other on Park Avenue South, and you invited me to your birthday. And I couldn't do it because I was headlining. We saw each other on the street once. And then I felt like it was just downhill from there. But we're back. This is how I feel. The cellar, first of all, I go through depressive episodes where I cannot talk to anybody at the cellar. Okay. I'm hiding. Okay. I am hiding. Okay. But I usually hide. You sure. sit down and you're, I always say, how's it going? What's up? Why do you look sad? And you're like, you know, it's going. You were like that to the point, And I didn't think you were mad at me. I just thought you were depressed or something was going on. Sure. And then we went to Moon Tower and me and Tova bonded over that stupid bitch. Remember? That stupid little girl. Oh, yes. You guys went to town. Yes. Yeah. And that's also. (laughs) No. My fucking hotel room was right next to Tova and John Marco. Uh It was crazy. That was. Shut the fuck up. It was, dude. All day networking to each other, spitballing ideas. It was like two people. Oh, I thought you were about to make a sex joke. And then at night, it was just. (laughs) Dude, it was like two people on Adderall. For twenty, it was okay. like you guys were railing lines of coping, being like, "Yeah, and I really think that you should do this, and I think you should do this, but you should do this, and this is a good idea." And then just sex, set, and I was like, "They are perfect for each other. They are energizer bunnies, hustlers. Like they are the power was couple." Was my manager? So, uh, we'll. Uh... <laughs> Um, okay. Well, my it blessing is epic. my blessing is that one of the nice things about podcasts. I feel we're 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 in we're in communion now. But don't you feel don't you feel like you, there, you go through depressive episodes where you're in and out of it? No doubt. Right. So anytime you see me and I'm like, "What's up?" That means I if I have to talk to somebody here, if one person talks to me, I will kill myself. You know what I mean? Sure. You know when you go into the cellar and you're like, "If the door guy fist bumps me, it's over. I'm gonna blow everything up." <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Sometimes I feel and I hide in the balcony sometimes, but then somebody comes up and they go, "Are you hiding?" And I say, "Yes." And then they sit down and talk to me. Crazy. Sure. It's yeah. hard doing a job where I, you have to socialize the whole time. I'm more a bitch if I have if I have a bad set. It is virtually impossible for me. Oh, to be I like, want to dive. I'll be okay, and I can talk to people now. I feel I, I truly I collapse if it's a bad set. You need to get that bad sets are good for you. 
you gotta you gotta get that. <laughs> yeah. You really do have to wrap your head around that because you'll drive yourself nuts and you'll get into like a car. It's hard to get used to them because they're just so infrequent. I know, I know. I actually um, think that that's true with you, but you should you should know that they're so infrequent. Listen, I when... push it. I work new stuff. No, Is that I, what you were saying? No, 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 no. I'm saying oh. Jesus Christ. Jesus, we are. Very I thought you similar. were saying that. I'm just like uh, I'm a, you know, his is doing the same jokes. I'm saying no. I'm saying because it's infrequent, you should be happy when it happens because it does. It is a growth spurt. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, you hear that, Tova? I mean, this tell is me my that own... next time I'm crying. Um, uh, 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 real quick, let's plug things. What do you want to plug, Russell? This is coming out August fifteenth. Oh, nothing to plug right now. Nothing to uh, plug. Oh, uh, Dynasty typewriter, Uncle Function, uh, Wednesday, September twenty seventh. Uh, for me, I uh, I am headlining Kansas City Comedy Club August seventeenth through nineteenth. Then I will be headlining the Punchline in San Francisco August twenty fourth through August twenty sixth. And uh, oh my God, the AC is here. Uh, September twenty fifth headlining. Why am I doing any more, Jordan? Anything you want to plug? Please subscribe to my YouTube. For the love of God, I have a half hour coming on it. Jordan Jensen, LOL, stop on YouTube. Please subscribe. Hit the hit the subscribe button. Uh, uh, and and remember, uh, uh, everyone's gonna cheat. Everyone's gonna die. This is the downside. Oh, wrong button. One, two, three. Downside. Downside. You're listening to the downside. The downside with John Marco Cerezi.